Heroes, everybody. It's me, Zach, and joined, as always, by Chris. Chris, how you doing? It's me, Chris. Oh, I love you. It's me, Zach. Is that the first time you said that? Or is that... No, I've said that constantly. The only thing yeah. I haven't said is, is I've always said, welcome back. And so I'm just like, I'm just going to say you're welcome. Like, welcome. Because yeah. it's not like it's, an, I mean, while it's an episode, it's like, we didn't go anywhere. We didn't take a season break. Right. It's yeah. the holidays. So, you know, Merry Christmas. I think by the time that this comes out, it's going to be a Christmas type thing. Um, and in the by Christmas the time this spirit, comes out, it'll be after Christmas. Well, okay. Well, it, in the Christmas spirit, we're talking about everyone's favorite holiday character, Beast. No, that's it's no relevance. Yeah. So this should come out around Christmas, but we are talking about Beast today. God, in addition Chris, to I Zach with that. changing his, in- even though he didn't change, something blocked up. So <laughs> that's, uh, that's where how, we're at. But before we fully get into it, holiday-related thing, Christmas-related thing. In Marvel's on uh, Earth 616, Santa is an Omega level mutant. <laughs> yes, I'm very glad that you. And in DC, he always visits uh, Apocalypse and gets through their defenses every year and hands uh, Darkseid a, a lump of coal and then leaves. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I just love it. Like I, I saw a skit of like something somebody's attacking Apo- uh, Apocalypse in DC and it's like. A minion is runs up to Darkseid and it's like he's getting through our defenses. And Darkseid's like, "You will defend me. You will defend this place with your life." And then the minion's like, "Darkseid is." And then turns, gets knocked out, and Santa's and Darkseid's like, "I swear, you get faster and faster every year." And then somebody, somebody playing Santa's like, "Yeah, and I swear your defenses get stupider every year." <laughs> it's just like, and it's just like, I, sh- I love it. Perfect. <laughs> it makes so, so much sense that Darkseid would hate. It's perfect. I, He's he's on permanently on the naughty list. Yeah, <laughs> the amount of shit he's pulled. It's so much. I know. It's oh so my funny. god. And then in Marvel, him being an Omega level mutant just explains Everything. Santa stuff. Yeah. He also has wielded the Infinity Gauntlet and fought the X Men. Why? I don't know why. Why weren't the the writers who created him as an Omega level mutant my parents? Because they <laughs> they, they would have explained Santa a lot better. And as a very young child, I saw I. I, I I saw the cracks. I mean, you think I felt? Uh, I was told don't tell don't don't tell your classmates Santa's not real. <laughs> yeah, I was told don't tell you. I was told don't tell your sister. <laughs> I I was told don't tell your school your classmates because yeah. you know being Jewish. Oh, we don't yeah. celebrate Christmas. So. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I remember my dad was like, yeah, don't tell your sister. I was like, Dad, she's smarter than me. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's no, perfect. it's like uh, no, I think at one point and I and I, and it did happen. I was like, it's like what the fuck. Like I was like, why would I? Why would I? Why am I being told to not tell my classmate? I, there was an annoying student classmate, and I went, I'm gonna fucking ruin his day right now. Exactly. Yeah. Once you realize the power that you have, is Omega level. That's the thing. All right, Sko, oh, Speaking oh, of hey, mutants, that's what it is. Yeah. Speaking of mutants, get our asses back on track. We are talking we about Beast. Yeah, segue's a word. <laughs> Se- segue's a word. We are talking about Beast, and we will talk about different Earths. So we, if they have a numerical designation, we will. Exp- tell you which one it is also something i didn't i just realized from a hawkeye episode that and from other episodes that i don't think we really explained if a if an earth starts with trn it's it's really kind of like the current designation is just trn and then number as a placeholder for in case in the comics they actually give it a number right yeah that's i'm glad because i remember for years i didn't even know what the heck that meant i was just just like they just gave it letters for some reason too okay cool we've we've brought up the trn before and a couple other characters but i think more often than not when we mention those earths it has to do something with some type of event or some sort of heroes reborn type storyline it's like that's that's it's like it's it's trn stands for temporary reality so we don't know what the what the earth's number is but Currently, we're just going to call it that. Beast, but first, what have you been reading, Chris? I cut, I beat you to it. He beat me to it because he's hosting today, Big Man on the Block. I am still reading Berserk. Still Good. That's not one that you should ever breeze through. You need to no, re- I'm, look at every I'm, panel. I'm, I'm taking Tenturo uh, Mira is an absolute wonder with any type of device that allows you to draw. And it just makes me so, so sad when he's dead. And I'm getting into this after he's passed away. It just it just messes me a little bit. But it's funny because after, you know, reading through, I'm like not even halfway through that much time with it. But um, just like listening to interviews about like how he works and stuff like that. Like me also having a stint as an artist and like understanding studio practice. I would say more than like regular people. I'm not a currently practicing artist, but familiar with it and remember how it was like how it was in college. just like that. 
just like hearing them talk about him and being like, yeah, we just need to like keep our eye on Kentaro because like he can just go for hours and not do anything but draw because he just loved doing it so much. And you can tell that he's so good at it. And it was, it's just, it's really interesting to hear, but it's sad that I'm finding out, but in addition to reading Berserk and trying to avoid getting really, really sad, I'm also reading Under the Moon, A Catwoman Tale, two different heads of a coin, because why not? You know, some similar themes, but not completely. And it's really interesting, too. It's a really nice sort of, like, coming-of-age tale for Catwoman. If I remember correctly, Chris, that's a young adult graphic novel. So it's not like like you're going to see adult selena kyle wearing any form of a cat suit it's this is like she's in middle school or high school and yeah the, the closest cat thing she's got is a hoodie with cat ears exactly yeah it's all origin stuff it's all petty theft so far it's nothing crazy it's all uh it's, yeah yeah so it's such an offset so that's what i've been up to what about you there zach still going strong with boba and batman trying i think i'm almost done with uh boba yeah, because it's a lot smaller than the Batman one, but the Batman one is year one and stuff. And it's funny because I, I remember reading it and I was like, oh, it's just year one Batman. All right. So he, it's good. This is probably the first suit I'm going to see. No, this is the suit with like not the original Batman suit, but this suit has purple gloves. I'm like, thank you for those. I yeah. actually enjoy that. Yeah. No, it's, it's just like it's like black and gray purple. Why? Yeah. No, it's interesting to see where it all sort of comes from. And also just like year one Batman, I feel very into, it's a trudge, it's a trudge. Well, this is the year, I think this is year one. Yeah, exactly. So this is, I think, a time when Gotham was like, had a lot of, like nature came and claimed a lot of it again, but it's, right. but it all happened within a month or something. I don't know. <laughs> it all happened within a short amount of time. It's like, yeah, how did nature claim parts of the city again in that short amount of time? Like. That doesn't make any sense. Don't fuck with the green. Swamp Thing and Poison Ivy. If there are any indication, you don't fuck with the the green. Don't mess with But speaking of somebody who changes different colors. You and I went two different (laughs) Completely different directions. No, it's funny because like one of his versions were green, but we'll get to that. And that's where I was going with it. But I was like, I'm going to spoil it. Should I spoil it? And then I just completely bumping it. So go for it. Beast, if you don't know who that is, I don't know how you don't know like. As far as, like, extended X-Men characters, Beast has some of the best on-screen representation. He is... And here's my thing. Out of the original five X-Men, he was one of them. You got yeah. Cyclops. You got Iceman, who looked more like a snow golem. You have... <laughs> Angel, I'm not wrong. He did, but that's also because yeah. he was still learning his powers. And when he got older and he learned them more, he's like, oh, wait, Ice. Because he's more on the temperature control. I don't know. There's a word for that. Something Kinesis. I don't, I don't remember off the top of my head. So Cyclops, Iceman, Angel... Jean Grey and Beast. Beast was Beast was big. I would say not hulking, but bulky guy with like abnormally large hands and feet. Like yeah, size I don't know, like size eighteen twenty shoes maybe. He was extremely intelligent to the point, and even then, like he was teased and called Beast. He's like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna join the X Men, and that's gonna be my name, and I'm gonna take this insult, make it into something good, which is great. And then he experimented on himself, and his mutation went... I don't want to say it went nuts. I think, it, if anything, he just kick-started his second mutation. Because some mutants have the primary mutation, and then they, when they get older, it's like they have another one that's related. So for him, actually, I think the, the weird experiment part was the fact that he grew blue fur. Yeah. I think if he didn't experiment on himself, it would have just been, like brown fur or something mm-hmm. not yeah he weird ass blue bit, a little bit more animal and less like science right and so the and a lot of times throughout the years like mm-hmm. if you see his face it changes mm-hmm. I, which is really i think more like just the, how the artist can draw it really right there's no usually there's no in-universe reason for it it's just just how the art like from the 90s cartoon show to the comics the comics might be more feline and then later down the line it looked almost kind of more weirdly esquine for some reason yeah and there's like some instances where he looks a little bit closer to something like wolverine and you know there's a there's a version of him that's just called puma like we're, we're not going to talk about him and on him but it's literally just like a humanoid looking jaguar a cat body's whole feline aspect of yeah but he is beast is i don't know if he's top five smartest people on the planet but he's definitely top 10 i was about to say top 10 for he's top 10 there. for sure 
think, but like at that, like, and I know we've talked about top five. The top five is like interchangeable between the five of them. Right. But he's definitely top ten. Definitely. Top ten to the point that he joined the Marvel's Illuminati. Like, yeah, that's and true. you already had Doctor Strange and uh, Mister Fantastic and Iron Man on that squad. So you know, pretty impressive when the those three are like, yeah, no. So to me- mentioning about the experiments. You know, he experimented a little bit on himself, but there is a version of B that had no no moral compass for experimentation. Which is scary when you think about everything that he sort of stands for. Like a, a scientist with no moral compass, just in general, I feel. Looking at you, Weapon X program. <laughs> Christ. So this is Dark B from Earth 295, otherwise referred to as the Age of Apocalypse. Why is this referred to as Age of Apocalypse? Well, a little bit in the history of that. David Heller, Legion, call him Legion, call him by his mutant name, who is Omega Level Mutant. I think we, we may have mentioned him a handful of times. He went back in time to try and kill Magneto. I, you know what? Uh, Legion is insane, unfortunately, and he has multiple personalities, and all those personalities have different mutant abilities, and he just keeps gaining them. True. So for some reason, he got it. Somebody in his got it in their mind to kill Magneto. So they travel back in time. They go to kill Magneto, accidentally kill Charles Xavier, and kind of also blip themselves of Charles Xavier is Legion's father. So, with the death of Xavier, you don't have the X-Men, and then Apocalypse sooner because Professor X was kind of like a major obstacle for him taking over the world. So when he's like, Mm -hmm. oh, he's dead? Cool, I'm waking up now. Yeah. And he took over the world. Yeah, that's how that went. It went great, apparently. But Dark Beast, right? He is, he's still gifted genius, but he's also a bit savage. So when Apocalypse actually took over America, Beast became, I'm going to refer to him as Dark Beast for a specific reason, and uh, and we'll get to it, but I'm calling him Dark Beast. So Dark Beast became uh, his chief geneticist, right? And he sought to create the fittest beings possible, because that's Apocalypse, his his, uh, shtick, is survival of the fittest. Very, very Darwinistic. It's the strong should survive and the should die. That's his whole thing. And and in his mind, Homo Superior, the scientific name for mutants, is superior to Homo Sapiens. Homo Sapiens are now weak and they need to die off so mutants can rule. Right? Classic, classic bad guy. Yeah. So Dark Beast experimented on mutants. Mad scientist. Dark like Frankenstein. So after Christopher Summers, if you don't know who that is, just the third Summers brother. Uh, who actually was born in space because they're because Cyclops and Havoc's parents got abducted by aliens. I don't. It sounds stupid and weird. I'm sorry, but it is. I mean, don't, we're not gonna get into the. No, we're not getting into that. I don't have time for that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he crashed on Earth, and Apocalypse ordered Dark Beast to keep him a secret since um, his sons were being groomed as soldiers. I'm sorry. This isn't Vulcan. This isn't the third Summers brother. This is actually their dad, who was when he after he got abducted. Uh, became a space pirate. <laughs> so, not as weird as the youngest brother, but weird. We could also forgive you for making the mistake. Just more mismatched than a, a sweater that was knitted incorrectly. <laughs> I guess than, I don't really know quilt, how else to say it. Yeah, I guess. So, so Christopher Summers was infected by a brood embryo. If you don't know what a brood is, it's just a, a type of alien. That's all you gotta know. I'm yeah. sorry, I, I sighed heavily because a brood is also they're also integral to the Marvel. To the X-Men storylines, but again, don't have time to explain what the Brood are. The Brood are bad aliens, plain and simple. So when Christopher Summers escaped, his sons were the ones to put him down after the Brood infestation. Because at that point, Cyclops and Havoc were perfect soldiers, Apocalypse. So they probably didn't even recognize that it was he was their dad. Also, he probably didn't look like their dad. He would probably look like a Brood. They do. So Dark Beast continued his experiments, even after the Kelly Pact was which is supposed to make experimentation on mutants illegal. He didn't give a crap. No. <laughs> if fucking PETA would have a field day with the FDA. <laughs> I was about to say, I feel like PETA might honestly support him more than they give him a field day because it's it's a beast performing the things that PETA fight against on well, <laughs> when I have this. This also isn't the talking about. <laughs> Make it a joke. So all the experiments broke free and beat up on dark beat and it makes sense so he was actually they beat him unconscious following the escape of cyclops and gene gray because of course the two of them are still going to get together in any universe yeah one of those constants yeah the x-men sought, uh, sought to free magneto from a citadel as well as use the stolen mcron crystal to restore the earth 
All right. Uh, the Mcon crystal is a uh, crystal that is a doorway to the multiverse. Yeah, that's I it. I don't. That's the simplest explanation. Yeah, you're doing good. I also have to hold my tongue when it's because I can go on a tangent. <laughs> so Dark Beast was taken with them, so he couldn't warn Apocalypse. But he ma- he managed to sneak off and basically travel to the past, which was which led it. When, again, with Marvel, when you travel in time, you don't travel in actual time. You travel to a different use. So he traveled to 616. Hence why I want to refer to him as Dark Beast, because we're going to mention normal beasts. So it's going to get confusing if I just say beast and whatever. So on his new Earth, Dark Beast amnesia was cured after he met with Emma Frost. And he resumed his experiments, because you can't take the mad scientist out of the scientist. I don't know. There you go. Can't spell mad scientist without scientist. You can't. You can take this mad scientist out of the lab, but you can't take the lab out of the mad scientist. There we go. We got there. All right. No, that doesn't make sense, but that's okay. <laughs> so, you know, he also just hated. He, he unfortunately, he was captured by the X-Men because you're an evil version of one of the teammates. You're not getting over. Yeah. Especially already when it's like, you look like Beast. So anything he does, if somebody sees him, they're going to assume it's Beast. Because mm-hmm. unfortunately, when you're a normal citizen in a comic book, Reality, you're not going to look too closely at the surface of a person. I don't understand how that works. I'll be 100% honest. If I see Spider-Man beating up on a guy, right, and I'm like, Spider-Man doesn't do that. I'm going to look at his outfit and be like, who is that? He's not wearing the the red and blue. That's not Spider-Man. No, it's just I see Spider-Man. It's Spider-Man. It's like, what? Yeah, it's absurd. But you need some good storytelling in there. So Dark Beast was on call for the X-Men. But he was able to pull off uh, masquerading as being Beast really well when after he captured him. Right, He got a sample of, of Cable's DNA as his uh, techno-organic virus is starting to spiral out of control because that's part of Cable. Mm-hmm. I think we've m- mentioned that before. So, And the X-Men were actually plagued by a mysterious villain called Onslaught, who is very infamous in the comic book re- realm. It is, uh, Ma- it is Magneto's hatred of human beings mixed with... Charles Xavier's frustration of Hugh for not wanting peace became just it just became like like a a sentient I don't know how to describe it I don't want to say per, persona but that's really what he is but he then he yeah. got to the point where he took over Professor X and then took over Franklin Richards to then give himself physical form there you go. so he literally went from just existing on the mindscape to being in reality so Dark Beast you know had to help them for Dark Beast and then obviously he was found out. Because you're not going to get away with this shit for long. And, um, I mean, I'm sure even he's just, like, trying to be good for so long. He's like, God, this... Yeah, that's one of the hallmarks of Dark Beast is that he gets tired of masquerading as regular Beast very, very quickly. Simply because he he just is... Because of his character. Yeah, he's just, he's just like, it's like, oh, hey, Beast, like, oh, hello, have a fine day. I got, like, internally, he's like, (laughs) Yeah, he hates He's like, I want to barf. He hates being morally correct in it. So, Dark Beast actually attempted to recruit Mystique and Sabretooth, revealing that he had Earth-616 Beast, who I'm going to refer to as Hank McCoy. He had him in custody, and Mystique and Sabretooth at the time, I guess they were good guys. Or they were they were on their good streak, so they rescued Hank instead. I, I don't know if they were necessarily on their good streak. I think it was that they're... <laughs> less... Even they looked at Dark Beast and went, and no. Yeah, even they looked at them and they're like, dude, you you got some problems. <laughs> like, 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 we're bad guys. You fucking you're evil. really bad, yeah. Dark Beast also got broken out of custody after that, because of course he went. And of course he didn't stay there for very long. He got broken out by the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants and joined them. So he also actually tried to recruit Nate Gray, who, okay, here we go. There's another Summers. Is yeah. the, the clone child of Cyclops and Jean Grey from the Age of Apocalypse universe. So basically it's just a different version of Cable. But it's a version of Cable without the techno-organic virus who is stupid powerful. There you go. You know, so... You're doing a really good job boiling down the very large plot points for the X-Men. And as we start to talk about more and more of the X-Men in the coming Marvel weeks, because Zach and I kind of decided behind the scenes that we want to do that because we realized we haven't really talked about the X-Men. Talked about, these, like, like, these these big Wolverine pieces. Wolverine, that's it. Yeah, these big pieces, like the Brood and the M-Cran, you know, the Grey and Summer line will start to be start to come become a little bit more clear as we reveal a little more of the characters. But you're doing a good job simplifying them for the crazy year-long <laughs> events and tangled web of dramatic comic that they are actually in with. Yeah, because it's like, because when I talk about this stuff, people are like, what the hell? Like, they're confused. I'm like, listen, 
I understand you're confused, and I understand you don't like that. Right. How the hell do you think I feel? Yeah. Like I've I've been confused about this for so long. I had to I had to dive into it and go even deeper to then be like, all right, how do I explain this in a more simple simple matter? Because like even the Dark Beast stuff, I'm fucking stop. Yeah. <laughs> like Dark Beast, <laughs> enough. Go home. <laughs> so he got he tried to get. Nate Gray X cojones on this guy for being named after the entire storyline, basically. <laughs> Try to get him on his side to and with the promise of restoring his telekinetic powers, because I guess at some point he lost them, probably because of Onslaught. Maybe. I don't know. I can't with this shit, people. All right. I'm sorry. Lots of little pieces in there. Yeah. So he's like, hey, I give you back your powers. Really? Yeah. I just had to disperse this lethal gas that could kill people. And he's just like, uh, no. Nate, Nate Gray is like, fuck that. <laughs> so that didn't work. Stop once again, foiled again. The Brotherhood and the X-Men actually teamed up to fight a group called Humanity's Last Stand. It's it's just another anti-mutant group. You can make references to the KKK all you want. You are not wrong. <laughs> but, you know. So they wanted to, they tried to, the Humanity's Last Stand tried to wipe out a mutant community in Africa probably ruled by storm because a literal goddess in my opinion mm-hmm. and dark beast was seen using lethal force so but he was you know the x-men really weren't that happy with it but which they lived, they lived with it considering well they're like well he's part of the brotherhood of evil mutants that's okay but like yeah. how are you not okay with lethal force you literally have x-force as your black ops team ran that's led by wolverine who mm-hmm. stabs people with metal claws i don't understand yeah so dark beast was experimenting. The Brotherhood and X-Factor and Xavier's security enforcers stopped his experiments after Havoc, the brother of Cyclops, was posing as a double agent. He's like, I will, I'll work with you, Beast. Uh, Dark Beast. Dark Beast is like, yeah, that's cool. Havoc was like, I got him, boys. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. We got him. <laughs> yep. That's got to be what it felt like, because I'm sure he was like in some like cave or something, experimenting on somebody and Havoc and they were just, and it was like reporting back to Charles Xavier. Somebody had to been like, "We got him, <laughs> <laughs> we did it." So also, End Day happens. If you don't know what End Day is, it's a little comic event came from House of M. House of M was the infamous Scarlet Witch rewriting reality and giving everybody what they wanted. Yeah. Right. Like you had Uncle Ben still alive. Peter Part. Like mutants are in charge of the world. Mm-hmm. That's what Magneto really wanted. M Day is what happened after when Scarlet Witch put reality back to normal, but said no more mutants so a large percentage of the world's mutants lost their power suddenly like perfect example blob if you know who blob is visualize him in his mind in your mind right his powers get turned off right all that fat goes away he is left with all that and and which we have people like oh his mutability is fat Eh, no but that ties in so yeah all of a sudden you just they just wake up you have no more powers so and i'm for and good for everybody hank mccoy Still had his powers, which may or may not have been tied to his intellect. No one's 100% sure. Yeah. Unfortunately, so did Dark Beast. So that sucked. And also, after that, uh, Hank and Dark Beast prevented the extinction of the X-Men. Unfortunately, Hank was like, all right, so we're going to, we you and I going to work together on this to prevent our species from dying. Great. All right. We got Utopia. We have our own little island in San Francisco Bay. Get the fuck out. Because... What was he doing but experimenting again like an asshole? Yeah. Like, duh. And then he actually, uh, Dark Beast was recruited by Norman Osborn to work for Hammer to make the Dark X-Men. Of course, everything had a Dark Reign version. I mean, Dark Reign, you know. I mean, yeah, like the Dark Avengers were cool. I don't see the point of a Dark X-Men, a Dark Cabal, and a Dark Young Avengers. All these things are real, by the way. I mean, this is, that's, that's also kind of the nature of the comic books. There's a positive and a negative, you know. They've explored a lot. They've explored a lot of. Chris, Chris, the negative of the X-Men is just the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Yeah, exactly. But you need it. You need it even more negative. You know, Green Goblin's trying too hard. (laughs) You know, he had Dark Beast as the resident scientist for the for the Dark X-Men. And they set him up in Alcatraz to continue his experiments where he created the Omega Machine, which tortured mutants and took their genetic material. This man fucking like. He pulled a Harrison Ford and freaking streamlined the shit out of this process. <laughs> yeah. Not a Harrison Ford. Excuse me. That's an actor. Okay. Who made, uh, who makes, I'm trying to go with the Ford uh, manufacturing car company. Oh, Henry Ford. 
Thank you. I knew it was an H. He Henry Forded the shit out of his experiments. He assembly lined it. Yeah, I see. That's what he did. (laughs) So Norman was not impressed. I don't know how, but I guess when you're insane, like Green Goblin, doesn't matter. So he created, he ordered Dark Beast to create something that would get rid of mutants for good. Yeah, uh, let me ask a mutant to get rid of all mutants. What the fuck? You know, Dark Beast was like, nope. So he actually let X track him, track him down, maim him, and then rescue his his captive. He got he did break out of X Force custody, ironically to stop to stop a uh, Archangel who is Warren Warren Worthington, who used to be Angel, is now Archangel because that's when he has the metal wings and the blue skin. And actually, he because he was trying to ascend to basically to become the new Apocalypse. Sure, they actually went to. They went back to the Age of Apocalypse universe to get a life seed, which is re- tied to Celestial. If you mean uh, the Eternals movie, what, T- what all Celestials are birthed from is the life seed. And it would counteract the death seed that was within Archangel. Because, sure, again, light and like dark. Like I said, they're the negative to everything. See, that's, and I agree with you, but as a longtime comic book fan, this is just shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lots of shenanigans. Well, I mean, yeah. I get it. You got to tell a good story, but like even there are certain things where I'm like, really, there's a death seed and you put it in a part. What the hell? <laughs> like, <laughs> That's what? Fair. That's fair. So after all that, Dark Beast actually went back home. So I, everyone was also like, shit, Dark Beast came back with us. Staying yeah. back on Age of Apocalypse. He tried to revive dead mutants with Weapon Omega and he was defeated again. 295 Wolverine, who I'm pretty sure became the new Apocalypse in reality. Yeah, it, that, all, the Wolverine from 295 was actually created by Dark Beast, if I remember correctly. Well, I think not. There was a certain point where well, he not, turned not, evil. I know yeah. what you said. But his his evil tur- heel turn was because of Dark Beast. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, also, I don't know when he lost the whole like his whole forearm and stuff, but apparently he doesn't have that in, a, in that universe either. He was apparently killed by Celestial, by, not Celestial, sorry, Sentinels, but big robot looking. Uh, if you don't know what a Celestial, uh, Celestial, damn it, a Sentinel is mutant hunting robot the size of a building. There you go. Why, why is it, and it's painted pink and uh, purple. Why? Uh, hell if I, somebody greenlit that on the trash board. <laughs> the intern. Somebody uh, thought, uh, let's make them 30 stories tall. You know what? They're not easy enough to see. Let's make them bright pink and purple. Yeah. No, I like to imagine like somebody had somebody has, has having a conversation helped create the Sentinels. It's like, aren't these, you know, they're supposed to hunt mutants, so shouldn't they have a little bit of secrecy and stealth behind it? Yeah. It's like, yeah, great. So why did you make it two stories tall? <laughs> in hot pink. Hot pink and purple and give it like a face. Like <laughs> like a robotic Frankenstein-ish looking face. Like it's like, yeah, it's supposed to be pleasing and, and like, you know, not scare humans. Okay. Nothing so far work is working, and it's like, yeah, what does it sound like? Do not, I, I can't do it, but it's like literally how nice, it's super duper like evil robot, and it's like, yeah, it's supposed to be soothing. No, it's not. So Dark Beast, I uh, was actually brought back to life. Comic book. Yeah, it's I, yeah. I, with nobody one, ever it's says really how. It's why. just like how. Yeah. yeah, it's just like, oh, we thought you were dead. No, I wasn't. Well, I did, but I came back. How? Like that's. Yeah, that's got to be the whole conversation. Yeah. He was forcibly recruited by the X-Men to aid in stopping the transmod virus. Unfortunately, I don't really know what that is because the X-Men have fought through a lot of viruses True. before. Yeah, there's a <laughs> lot of, like, virology, vi- viral sort of. There's a lot of, like, viruses Tec- in science. Yeah, the techno-organic virus. Yeah. The the phalanx virus. So, and of course, Dark Beast was still experimenting. But apparently the line was drawn because these were children. So Magic, the sister of Colossus, decapitated him with one of her portals that she uses to travel through Limbo. And so he falls. So he's finally, he's actually dead. We'll see how long this lasts. Yeah, for real. You know, without his head, it's actually... It's, pretty it, damn it's hard. Still, yep, pretty pretty difficult. Still relatively uncertain. Best comic that we've had people come back from worse. <laughs> I mean... Much more extreme circumstances. Deadpool is a perfect Deadpool. example. Yeah. Deadpool... Before and a- before and after, I would say before his his life curse. Yeah. And then even after the life curse was taken away, survived some. So it's absolutely. But you but, know, Hank, be, Hank, a beast is a is a genius beast. 
Yeah. So what if we turned a dial on the beast part? Yeah. What if we sort of went to sort of take a, a page out of Apocalypse's book? What if what if what if he evolved, quote unquote, in some sort of direction? You know, not necessarily in a positive direction, but in a direction. And if that were to happen, we would probably get Earth one two nine eight version known as Brute. So this version of Beast similar to dark beast does experiment on himself right but this one takes a little bit more time is a little bit more careful experimenting on himself at least in the beginning however let's say chris it with a name change like that i don't think he starts off much better than regular beast, but the end result is a little bit a, a little bit more intense so he he ends up turning himself into which is essentially an amphibious version of beast that we hadn't seen before so he's you know <laughs> breathe underwater he's got fins for ears he's got scales I'm um, sorry, also, Chris. Yeah. I have to cut. I have to. Go for it. Again, Jim the intern is like, all right, we need another. Somebody's like, we need a different version of Beast that's not a beast. Right. A fish. It's like, what the what fuck? What if we gave a fish legs? Yeah, exactly. What if, yeah. What, what if we gave a fish legs? I can name several people who are fish with. <laughs> if I had a week, I could tell you how. Let's green like this. Yeah. So. <laughs> let's make it a mutant. You have several already. Yeah, yeah. And not only does he mutate himself, he is further mutated by this universe's demons during the Inferno storyline and is also given cloven feet. And in oh, addition shit. to having the cloven, having the makeup and infrastructure within his body, he loses almost all of his genius level intellect in the process as well. So this version of Beast is drastically previous. So he is also hallmarked by a berserker ring. That is quoted as being fit to rival Wolverine's Berserker, which, you know, we've talked about Wolverine, we've talked about a Berserker, and how it gets him to a point where he's just, like, he can get to a point where he can't come back. And the only means of stopping him is taking him out by some extreme use of force, or some sort of mind control, or just get really lucky and hit him with a building and knock him out. Chris, I just wanted, before we go any further, yeah, because you mentioned the Inferno storyline. The Inferno story... Is another X-Men milestone saga where they basically fought demons from Limbo and their leader or big important player was Dark Child, who is the dark half of magic because she was raised in Limbo. So that's why the Inferno storyline, that's why basically that's why the X-Men were fighting demons during Inferno. So this is, so the reality that he's from, the Inferno storyline did not end uh, in the better way. Right. Yeah, so there you go. That gives you a nice little review of that. But in addition to all of that crazy physical stuff, he's got the Berserker Rage as well. And I, I just, you know, hit that point that's just so intense. So that just tells you how he just, like, insanely leads to anything this path. And if you're in the wrong place in the wrong time and you piss off, it's pretty much a death sentence. So this only, this version of him, his Berserker Rage, really only appears when he's, like, pressed. And you have to really, really get him there. So you have to, like, try and kill him, mess up with one of his friends, and then he's it. Like, you have to deal what would be essentially like an emotional fatal blow. Then you age, right? Because his normal demeanor is really much closer to that of, like, what we would equate to, like, a naive child, right? So, eventually, Havoc leaves Magneto's X-Men, and he takes Brute with him and forms a team known as the Six, and he serves there for a little bit while, and Brute is actually briefly returned to his previous intelligence, after a mind blast by Xavier, right? Which, once again, telepathy and everything, not exactly a rote process of how this works, but he is restored to his original sort of Hank McVay beast level intelligence. And when he's in that sort of space, instead of changing himself back and fixing himself, he spends the little time that he has with his intelligence fixing his friend Iceman, allowing him to turn back into a flesh and blood body after being trapped within an ice for years. So instead of getting rid of his torture, he aids, which I think is, is a really great testament to what Hank McCoy's character integrity is, just in general. And after the treatment is, for Bobby is finished, he is reverted back to his intelligence and sort of stays that way for the rest of the time in that universe. So after that, we never really hear from him again. And he's just brute from there on. Cloven feet and amphibious nature and all. But I, I think... The the interesting part about Brute for me is, you know, once again, once Hank McCoy is restored, we really get to see sort of the best side of him, even if it is very, um, and I think that's really cool. And also just like Brute's design, even though he's a weird amalgam looking dude, is honestly, I don't like dumbing down Beast, 
But for an alternate version, I think I want to think of. So, you know, we go from what would happen if we had a little bit of a different evolution based on what Beast does to himself to what would happen if Beast sort of came to a little bit more of his wits end. Yeah, I mean, and so I mean, like... He, he has a little bit, you know, as they say, as the Joker said, sometimes madness takes all, all it takes is a little push. And I think that is definitely served within this next character that Zack is now. But he definitely... <laughs> It, it builds up to that. It's not just it, one hit. It's not a right. It's not one. It's not just oh, it, this has already happened. It's done. No, it's, right. We see it happen. Yeah. But this next version of Beast is actually does not even go by any form of name. It's called Sublime, and this is on Earth fifteen fifteen one oh four. Sublime also exists in Marvel six one six. I just want to state this. But who Sublime is is different. Because yeah. of what Sublime actually is, which I believe I will get into. Mm-hmm. So, on this Earth, after the death of Jean Grey, Xavier left the Institute to rebuild Genosha. What's Genosha? Well, Genosha was a mutant island, right? It was an island where mutants could live in peace. However, on Genosha, they were still experimented on. They were basically still tortured. They were still second-class citizens. Mm-hmm. So, when they actually turned it into a place for mutants, it, it got blown up. And yeah. every like all and like millions of them died. So on this earth, Xavier left to go rebuild Genosha, and Beast became the new headmaster. However, being the headmaster of a school for mutants and not being a telepath like Professor X was, he a lot of stress came yeah. down. I mean, just uh, it's I think about it not only running a school, not only not being Professor X, but also just like the political. You know, like that's very, a big contribute to I think what to to this Beast sort of turn of. And unfortunately, with because of all the stress, he starts taking Kick, which is a highly addictive aerosol meant to boost mutant powers to about five times its normal amount. I mean, really know what else he could freaking do with this. Yeah, so I mean, if we, we also didn't really talk too much about his powers as a whole. As far as things go, there's not a whole lot of crazy powers that Beasts has. You know, in general, he's just very... Animalistic. He's got the claws, of course. He's got the teeth. He's got the genius level intellect. But beyond that, it's pretty much, of, of, at least of his base version, he has, you know, in, increased stamina, endurance, which I guess I'm saying it, and sort of, what's the word I'm looking for? Durability, um, as well as strength and speed, obviously, because he's more animalistic and is much more inclined to all four of his limbs in battle instead of just one or two of them. So his power is just boilerplate by themselves aren't really that impressive that being said i don't think his character but with just those like base powers consuming kick just sort of like amps him so that tells you that he's stronger than he appears you know he's no gene gray he's not as um unique or niche i guess you could say as like gambit or cyclops you know he's very sort of like regular boilerplate mutant he's just a blue dude with fur type thing but the kick itself is sort of amps him I'm sure some of you are thinking, all right, so he took a drug and then all of a sudden he changes his name and becomes a different, it becomes a different person. So Sublime, <laughs> strap yourselves in. <laughs> yeah. Sublime is a sentient bacterial life form that came about in the beginnings of Earth life, right? And, you know, he found endless number of hosts that it could infect when multicellular life forms formed. Mm-hmm. However, mutant kind is immune to Sublime, right? So it hated them. And then taking kick, I guess, boosting the power of beast. I mean, really, what is there to boost? Kind of messed with his immune system. So Sublime found a, found that he could infect beast now. Right. So Sublime destroys the Institute and wages war against mutant kind. Fast forward about 150 years, a long ass time. The war is still going on with uh, homo, homo sapiens and mutants fighting for, you know, control. While Sublime is trying to erase every species except for his own. Not 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 just his own, his own created. That's the right. Thing. Which he created, uh, which are called Crawlers, which had the D- DNA of Nightcrawler, Multiple Man, and Cyclops, which is so scary. <laughs> it's so scary. I feel like he kind of made the one Crawler, and then that was it. Yeah. Like he just made the one, because you have Multiple Man, you're good. Uh, multiple man can split himself into multiple versions of himself, and each one of them can go off and do their own thing, and then he can absorb them. So, you know, that's terrifying. So Sublime steals the phoenix egg, which contains, and contains Jean Grey, who has amnesia, right? 
And Jean Grey was brought up by Sublime as she believed he was the real beast. She carried out the extermination of mutant termites on the Pan-African Basin and attacked Mega America, Mega America as well. I, which, I, Jean, you have telepathy. Yeah. What the fuck? But once again, this is also her, you know, without her memory okay. and in ignorance, you know, so like that's kind of. Chris, I hate to break it to ignorance is bullshit because you're, she's the phoenix. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I really mean, know. the only excuse I would give is that since the, the phoenix, there's only one phoenix throughout the multiverse, like there's only one and that's it. Uh, the phoenix was busy with a different Jean Grey. Yeah, I guess that's fair. That, that's yeah. a good way that you. That's my excuse. And that's the only excuse I will accept. <laughs> so Sublime duplicated Jean's DNA and was able to attain the, her Phoenix level of telekinetic powers. It one by one killed the X-Men who brought who, who bought time with their lives for Jean to act. It's the only thing that can defeat a Phoenix is the Phoenix, I guess. Yeah. They also, again, there's only supposed to be one Phoenix within the multiverse. They play fast and loose with that. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, I would say... You could have two phoenixes meeting each other, but it's like, well, this is the phoenix from the future, from a future Earth that this Earth could become, so that's okay. Right. I guess. I don't forget. <laughs> so Jean fully regained her memories, and she she burned the little amount of phoenix force out of Sublime, right? Who then got beheaded, and Jean used the Emkron crystal and absorbed possible futures within it. It psychically reached back in time to urge Cyclops to stay at the Institute with Emma Frost, therefore completing, completely negating the timeline. Yeah. Part of me is like, I don't know what Cyclops has to do with it, but Professor X probably left, and then Cyclops left, too. Which makes sense, because Cyclops are X. Right, so Jean Grey, basically. Which, yes, again, this involves kind of time travel, multiverse mm -hmm. shenanigans. Yeah, the but Earth fixes it. Yeah, but not really. The Earth still exists, it's just wouldn't be the future for six months. The timeline months. is just negated. Yeah. It just becomes, becomes its own separate universe. This time travel is a fickle. Yeah, listen. Like I said, DC, if you time travel in DC, you just wipe... You replace the 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 Earth with a different timeline, and that's it. Mm -hmm. Typically speaking, when it was just 52 Earths. Now, I don't know what the hell they're going to do. Right. But Marvel has always been... You time travel, you just made a branch, and that's it. You yeah. Can't, when you go back, you... You go back to a different one, but the Earth you just came from still exists. It yeah. just doesn't have you in it anymore. Branch of a tree versus that's kind of the good way. Yep. And so we go from another evil uh, beast to, well, I'm not 100% sure what this next one is. Yeah, I mean, you could kind of say that he will, but I, I feel like it would be difficult to say that he So, but it's also kind of unconfirmed. So this version of beast is known simply as the McCoy. And this is from Earth TRN, as we mentioned earlier, 243. So there's not a whole lot that's known about this beast. But what is known is sort of the stature that he... So it's, for unrevealed reason, beast becomes tired of humanity's hate for mutants and wipes most of it out, right? And he wipes out most of it. I'm pretty sure Biologic is a scientific way to do it. And then sort of like picks off this. And then Hank and his descendants turn the human race into what's known as the wild one. And these are essentially humans who are converted to zombies as a form of permanent punishment. So, yeah, I think it's fair to say that this version of Hank is pretty evil. And I also, it's fair to say that this version of Hank is the most vindictive out of all that we see. Whereas Dark Beast sort of like sticks around for a while and is consistently experiencing like that's very vindictive. But the fact that we never actually a panel of the McCoy, he's mentioned, right? We never see a panel of McCoy, but his acts when he was alive are still taking precedence and still current within this earth and are gone about in this way to consistently punish humans by keeping them as zombies. I think that one simple act is just done just because it shows that your hatred of the human race. And sometime after these zombies are created and after Roy dies, the zombie virus mutates to a lethal virus that wipes out just about all life on Earth, except for beasts, for the McCoy, excuse me, specific genetic makeup, which allows his descendants to become the dominant species. And that's pretty much it, right? So not he just not fucking, so he just wiped out humanity and became the only species the only on species the planet? Yep, yeah, pretty much. He just has complete and utter supremacy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, th th there's a lot of planet cockering with this character in alternate universes. There's a lot of beheading, weirdly enough. 
And, you know, there's a couple one-note sort of similarities with his alternate futures, but I think they're one-notes that are not necessarily because different representations of hatred or different representations of mutations or different representations wiping out the human race. (laughs) I mean, literally, yeah, literally there's already been two, we've already talked about two versions of Beast that are just like, fuck you, man. Yep, yep. Yeah, I mean, yeah, thank only... God this. I mean, this last one. Yeah. does I don't think he hates humanity. Thank God he doesn't. <laughs> I mean, he. This one just wiped them out. So this is. So it's we've also we've talked about how Beast is a scientist. This one, not really. So this is the Sorcerer Supreme of Earth seven one two four. Surprise. I mean, there's an Earth where Iron Man is the Sorcerer Supreme and Bruce Banner is the Sorcerer Supreme. Literally, I feel like just the the modern Sorcerer Supreme for like modern time of any universe was a former scientist of some form or fashion for yeah. a former doctor. Yeah. So yeah. Sorcerer Supreme gets, gets tossed around yeah. titles. There's more than one, but they're different dimensions. Anyway, speaking of different dimensions, so beast and the Sorcerer Supreme, I can only assume is Dr. Strange. Uh, they met at Wondagore mountain, also known as the Citadel, the Citadel of science to get aid from the high evolutionary to help break the M day effect without successfully you know, they didn't they didn't convince him. The high evolutionary basically is a scientist who's obsessed with evolution and it you know, he creates beast people, but more like they go from animal to more humanoid animal. It's weird. Also Wondergore Mountain, pretty sure we saw that in Wandavi- WandaVision because in that mountain is Cthon, who is the chaos demon lord. Huh. Yeah, so that's what's funny to me. A scientist who's obsessed with evolution set up shop in a mountain that contains a portion of a of a magic demon. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, you need something to power those experiments, my guy. I guess. Yeah. So another of the of Beast counterparts was able to witness a conversation with Doctor Strange, and they they witnessed him after uh, altered time by performing a ritual and eventually achieved achieved his goal. So Beast just became the Sorcerer Supreme after this conflict. It sounded like. There's like very little. It's probably just Beast wearing the the the, the cloak and the eye yeah. of like a motto, and that's like on an it. We don't even get like a full on panel shot, Supreme. And I was looking this up. This is just literally. This is like we have a Beast and a Sorcerer Supreme and a Doctor Strange from a different looking into this universe as it's there's certain events happening that I'm, I'm not entirely sure what timeline it's from, but they see Earth seven one two four B turn into the Sorcerer Supreme, and they see him consistently perform the ritual to alter time, to go back in time, and then have the conversation again with the High Evolutionary, and so on and so forth, until he figures out a way to convince the High Evolutionary. So he just... He dormant. I, I was going to say, he's, he, he, he MCU'd I come to bargain him. Yeah, yeah, 100%. He bargained... He, he, he I come to bargain before it was even cool. <laughs> he did. He really did. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So that has been surprisingly different a lot of different versions that aren't just he existed in this universe and the and the one thing one difference is what's going on around him right because a lot of times it's like like marvel 1602 it's it's just victorian era and he it's like if he didn't experiment on himself because he couldn't because he didn't really have things to experiment on himself and change his physical features yeah and uh, there's a i wanted to say that i really in, in our research, we really checked an amalgam of Beast, but as far as the, I, I think I just, I only found a mention in being an amalgam, and with that, it was a combination of Beast and I think like Saber like that. So it was something where it was just kind of like, you know, once again, like combining Aquaman and Namor, where it's just like you're taking two different like aspects of the same character and just putting them together and you have the same character. And if you think about it, just like Beast as himself is already kind of an amalgam with his crazy you know, genius level intellect that's allowed to be a diplomat, allowed to be a dignitary, a scientist, in addition to being literally an animal. So he himself is kind of like an OG amalgam. And I, I, I gotta be honest, I was a little didn't find an interesting amalgamation for him. But what Ugh. I did find was already pretty so. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, any amalgam version of Beast is just gonna be two scientists put together, to be exactly. honest. So it would have been boring. So, recommendation if you wanna read Sorcerer Supreme Beast, read X Factor Volume 3, Issue 24. Literally, that's it. Uh, it's very small. The McCoys. The McCoys. I think the McCoys. Yeah, I guess you could say it, it could be plural McCoys because he's a whole race. <laughs> yep, they ended up being a whole race. So if you want to read about them, 
A plus X volume one issue 14. There you go. All right. You want to read about sublime sublime read new X-Men volume one issues 151 to 154. Brute mutant X volume one issues one to 32. Oh boy, here we go. A lot of them. Dark Bees. All right, here we go. Ready? Yeah, take notes. Factor X, Volume 1, Issues 1 through 4. X Factor, Volume 1, 114 to 118, 125 and 126. Excalibur, Volume 3, Issues 6 through 12. Dark X-Men, Volume 1, Issues 1 through 5. Uncanny X-Force, Volume 1, Issues 10 to 19, or 10 to 19.1. Uncanny X-Men, Volume 3, Issues 11, 19, 20 to 22. Uncanny X-Men, Volume 5, Issues 14, 15, 17, 18, and 20. Secret Warriors, Volume 2, Issues 3, 6, 8, 9. And then Age of Apocalypse, Volume 1, Issues 6 and 11 through 14. Fuck. And then Beast, OG, Good Boy Beast. X-Men Beauty and the Beast, Marvel Comics Group Amazing Adventures, The Beast, It's Always Darkest Before the Dawn, X-Men Origins Beast, Life of X, X-Men Masterworks, Volume 2, E E is for Extinction, uh, Cross Time Capers, X-Men Blue Volumes, Issues 1 through 6, 7 to 12. Yeah, Volume 1, Issues 1 through 6, 7 to 12. Okay. Yeah, yep, that's right. And then... Also, new era of X Men with under Jonathan Hickman, which is current stuff. I think he was part of X X Force or X Factor. So there's a lot of X teams. There is a lot of X teams. <laughs> it's fucking annoying. X Men, X Force, X X. We also X-Factor. wanted to we new wanted to like, make Jesus like a little stuff. bit of a mention. Jason Aaron has an Avengers run, just part of the Illuminati. We mentioned that earlier. Um, as far as like the actual issue of it, we had a little defining it. I'm not entirely sure why. I don't think it's an unpopular comic. But if you find Jason Aaron's Avengers run, um, more than likely you're gonna find the naughty Hank McCoy. I think yeah, it's either so because J- at the time Jason, Ar- I know we've mentioned it before. Jason Aaron's run is what leads into Secret Wars, the third one, God Emperor Doom. But the it's I think it's the new Avengers that it follows the Illuminati. Because there's like there's the Avengers part, which just follows the Avengers, and there's the new Avengers, which follows the Illuminati while the Avengers stuff's going on. It's that's usually why we, when we reference Jason Aaron's Avengers, new Avengers run, it's like technically it's one giant thing, but only one of them follows the Illuminati for the most part. Right there you so, go. So yeah, so join us, so join us next time for another crazy comic book character.